Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm, cocaine, hell of a drug. Hey, Matt. Hey, what's up? Why are you doing cocaine? Uh, I don't know, man. It's you know you just gotta live on the edge every once in a while. You gotta make life exciting. Well, ignoring the cocaine part, what are what are we doing while we do cocaine? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, we might talk about games on a podcast. Uh, what podcast? Uh, Gamers Two. Have you heard of it? Weirdly enough, yes, I have. <laughs> Thank you for oh. asking. Oh, so there's one person that's heard of it. <laughs> probably there's one. There's at least there's at least one other person I know that has heard of this. Oh, sweet. We're getting there. One at a time. Plus one. If we're one every 12 months, then for we're 50 years, we'll at least have 50 people by the end of this. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> depressing and impressive. <laughs> It means I still convinced at least one person a year to listen to me. Oh, my God, I know. You know, when you put it that way, it's like, why would anyone, like, you got to ask, like, if someone is listening to it, it's like, why are you listening to this? You're listening to me babble for, like, an hour. Right. And you're listening to me babble for the entire time as well, and be an asshole at the same time. That's true. People have been doing that for years. That's you know, it's a fair point. I mean, this is free. It's not like you have to pay to get this. True. True. The other giant joke is we're actually, uh, well, I would say actual retail, but we have the consumer side. We're not in the we're not getting free copies of this shit. We got raped by retail jobs. Some of us are still getting raped. My butthole's very, very tender. But we're we're on the consumer side of everything. We're not getting these free copies. We we relate more to actual consumers than people at. Uh, I'm gonna shit on some people. Kotaku and Polygon and IGN and Shots Fired, Game Informer and Eurogamer, like all those guys that are no longer having to really worry about, for the most part, spending their own money on games. You know what I mean? For shizzle. I I wouldn't mind some free games though. No, neither would I. <laughs> Heaven forbid a dev wanted to send me one, I would shout you out from the heavens if I enjoyed the game. But think of the children. That's all I'm saying. And you guys are awesome. I bought your game. You didn't give it to me, but I really enjoyed it. That was, that was fun. I'd play it again. That was a lot of fun. I'd, I would definitely play that again. We didn't make it all the way through our court case. I don't think we were going to win that court case though. Uh, come on now. We were saving two thirds of those children. Yeah, every time, and we were improving. And according to history, two thirds of a person is law. Oh, it's the wrong good. fraction. I'm fine. <laughs> that was that was a good reference. Yeah, it's also the wrong fraction. I so. know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of worse if you think about it. <sighs> I don't want to talk about it though. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, back to video games. Yeah. So, 
Well, we were still kind of there. I mean, think of the children's video game that's made by the people down under. Actually, is they are actually Australian. Really? Yes. And I talked to them at PAX mm. this year. Very cool. Very nice people. What have, uh, in speaking of video games, and I already know where this is going to go because we talked about this before the show. What have, uh, what have you been playing? I've, I've played so many games. I can't wait for that, for the week for that to actually true. <laughs> <laughs> the moment that that's actually true, I will stop. I will switch mics with you. This you will host <laughs> this weekend. I, I am playing something stuff. I will play things. I got You don't want to keep forgetting. I own is everybody's golf and fucking South Park and South. Park. You have the first South Park and I, I have you Wolfenstein. I gotta beat. Oh my god! Oh, I'm such a failure at life. What have you been playing? <laughs> I I've been jamming out to some Destiny. I've been. We can go back to the mobile game kick from. Last week. Are you still rocking the... Every day. Every day I'm in there. Wow. Doing some roller coaster tycoon on my phone. I can't say much bad about it. Still haven't spent a cent. That's good. I might at some point just to do what we've talked about before. Like, this is free. I enjoy this. Here's some money. Here's some money. Cool. Same thing I do with Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. I didn't need anything in it, but I was like, this is awesome. Here's $10. Want to support that? Same thing I did with Fallout Shelter, except Fallout Shelter I put in twenty dollars. Did I put money into Fallout Shelter? Yes, I we definitely by- did in Pokemon Go. I know that. I know you did in Fallout Shelter too because we were doing it at work using the Google Play cards. Yeah, yeah. And the only reason I put in when I put in the twenty, I put in two ten cards at two different times, and they were both during large sale weeks. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We like, oh, lunch it's boxes. double double lunch boxes or mm. something. And I bought uh, the incubators and Pokemon. Yeah, I never bought the... I might have bought one or two. But then I bought dumb shit. <laughs> like I actually bought the the time-saving good idea. I bought all the dumb garbage. Because I think currently, like at that time when I put the 10 in, I think I was running low on Pokeballs. Mm-hmm. And for where I live versus for where you live... I had one stop, and it's like, I'm not going to go sit at that one stop and wait for this to reset. Yeah. That was the the thing that killed it for, we're getting way off topic, but killed Pokemon Go for me. It was like, oh, man, I don't, do I really want to, like, walk around all the time? Like, But speaking mm. of Pokemon Go, yeah, and I don't want to, I don't want to get completely away, fuck it, who cares? We can tangentialize. We just got a lot to get to. Um, The Halloween update went out, so there's all the ghost, or all of, there's some more ghost Pokemon and stuff in there. So it, it, I did reinstall it just to like see. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, yeah, this is fun. I'm done. Would it be fun if we were all wandering around again? Yeah, like that first night we were wandering around down there and we went all the way down to Fast Track. It was fun. Yeah, that was fun. It's just hard to like, but it's if we were, were not to get it, beat that drum, but if we were teenagers, it'd be a lot of fun. Oh like we had, God, if we had a so ton of free now. time and we were like, you not know, even just a ton of free time, if the energy and the that lifestyle, if we had the ability, our group to actually get together and do things, it'd be different. Dude, everyone's so <laughs> busy. Even, everyone's even got their an, lives. It's not even well, yeah, that's the live thing. But it's like it's not even an age thing. It's just that we and I bring it up every single week. You could literally just have your machine here. And we could just jam on a weekend like where you're not working. Mm-hmm. Do I ever expect that to happen? Maybe not until Christmas. 
It'll happen at some point. It's just, and I assume it'll be around Christmas because yeah. it's going to be Steam sale time, and then we'll jam out to PC games. If Honestly, we link, if we link our Steam accounts or something like that, and we go hard, probably be after Christmas, like immediately after Christmas. Yeah, or, that's what I mean, like that week. Because yeah. I took that week off. Mm. So if you're if you still have your normal Thursday off, we can Thursday jam. She's at work. She can't complain. True. The only issues I usually come up here on Thursdays now. Perfect. You're already you're already here. Yeah, it's usually an all-day affair. I mean, we cut it down yeah, to... Fuck them. You just drive another <laughs> two miles and come here. I love you all. No, I don't. So, uh, in in lieu of what we usually do, I was reading through the game release list this week. And I got maybe ten games on the list. And I immediately realized I didn't give a shit about nine of them. <laughs> and it's not even like I didn't care. It was just like, I, these... We're getting to the point where it's like I am mayo or push button or put two words together and make a name out of it. Penis popper. Banana curtain. Like I <laughs> <laughs> Banana curtain. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> but it's just like there's so many games hitting systems that are just jokes, they seem. So, not that any of, not that some of these aren't jokes that I'm going to mention, but I'm going to name off five games that came out this week, and that's how I want to do this week. I and maybe in another week when I'm pushing for news, I'll pull out the whole list again. Maybe but, we should like print the list off every week and put it on a dartboard and just throw like five darts at the dartboard and, and whatever sticks we talk about. Yeah, <laughs> there's a solid chance that we hit like five bullshit titles and not the AAA that week. <laughs> Oh, well. We only land in Farming Simulator next week. And they're like, okay, well, guess we're talking about Farming Simulator. Not Need for Speed <laughs> or Call of Duty. Well, Call of Duty's not this week. Or Battlefront. Or well, the joke is no one is talking about Need for Speed. Who gotcha, EA and studio developing that? I don't even like... I've literally seen nothing on that game. It's probably terrible. Anyways. I haven't since E3, but that's... I don't know if it's necessarily an, a marketing thing or if it's an us thing where we're like... Not in that All right, that bubble. you burned me on Need for Speed with the last two. I'm sorry. Like, what it is. When's the Crew 2 come out? Shut the hell up. <laughs> Shut up. We're not getting it. You can't come even... No, we're, no, first off... You're one, not just a little tempted? Of course I am. I'm a little tempted at any game. Almost any game. I'll preface that again. When's Far Cry 5 come out? February. February. February 27th. I believe Crew is in that first half of 2018 window. But no, we're not doing this. We we learned our lesson the first time. Maybe. So what's coming out this week? (laughs) Yeah, no, we definitely did learn our lesson because the the first time I won the race, it disconnected me. That game literally, literally did not let me win. And when I did... Server connection. Weird. Do it again. You sound better. I'm not better. You fucking are better. Fuck you. All right. So the new releases for this week. Bubsy. The Woolies Strike Back for PS4 and PC. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. That? I don't even... I'm not... Yeah. I, uh, it sounds not, like it's going to get sued by Disney. If it doesn't get sued, I don't think it's going to get bought. So I don't think you have to worry about it. Oh, wrecked. Cartoon Network Battle Crashers for the Switch. Monopoly on the Switch. 
don't need to flip tables when you can just whip your switch like a frisbee through a wall after you lose to your friends. <laughs> Zoo Tycoon Ultimate Animal Collection for Xbox and PC. Now, a couple of these are might be wondering why they're on this list, right? Like, why would I pick these out? Well, not much else came out, I think. There, that list would have been too long. Like, I mean, we would have had a long list. There's, there was a lot of like random eShop titles that came out for some stuff, mm. some Switch titles, like eShop Switch stuff. Uh, Xbox had a few random things. A couple things we're going to talk about are in the Paris Games Week thing that came out. I didn't add them to this part. Um, but Zoo Tycoon, I got a history with Zoo Tycoon, so that's getting on the list. You and your fucking tycoons. Can you just not? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have this. So back in the day when Zoo Tycoon first was a thing, I had it on my PC. Did I do all the expansion? You fucking bet I did. I enjoyed it. It was a fun time. Am I going to do it again? No. But Are you should, sure? Should somebody? <laughs> yeah. You, do, you like an, do you like animals in Tycoon games? Do Zoo Tycoon. It's not hard. What if they came out with a Zoo Tycoon mobile game? If it was done like Roller Coaster? Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, there you go. If they can make all these tycoons on mobile... There's a solid chance I would I would I'd probably just stop playing Roller Coaster Tycoon at a point, right, and then go to the next one, play that up to a point, go to the next one. Like there, eventually there won't be anything I can unlock until I put out a new content pack. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you just get to that point where it's like, okay, I can't unlock anymore until you put out more. So now I can stop. I can go to the next one. I can build up this glorious zoo and let the tigers out and kill everyone, and have to start over again because you can't run a zoo like that. <laughs> You know, it'd be interesting from what, if I, they from did, what I've heard, <laughs> from what I've not heard. experienced. Uh, if they did, it would be interesting if they did like a turn-based strategy game, like Civ or like Age of Empires on mobile, like a stripped-down version. I think Civ you can get away with not Age of Empires. Yeah, yeah Age of Empires would be like a. It'd be cool if they could work out a multiplayer for it. And well, and that's the problem too is you'd have to only play against AI because yeah. unless you're going to convince everybody to sit down at the same time and play, it's going to be impossible be to finish a game. Mm. We could, and mm. at that point, if you're going to convince everybody to sit down and play, you can play hot seat, civ wise. Yeah, where we all just play on the one computer, and it's just I make my turn and skip over to you, and you make your turn, and we go. Or heaven forbid, you just buy civ and we just play together. Play a game with me, you fuck. <laughs> want, want to play a game? <laughs> please, please, please play this game. <laughs> All right, and the last and only AAA title out this week. Uh, maybe those other ones might be considered AAA. The big release of the week: Call of Duty World War II. Mm, I don't. What care. losers would buy that game? Probably the one standing next to me. So thank God he has something to talk about next week. Yeah, I'm just going to play the campaign and be like, yeah, I played the campaign. It was like five hours. <laughs> That's about what the time is that I heard. Yeah, I know. Maybe I'll like put it on a higher difficulty and just get Maybe really fucking like pissed off. Bring it over here. Play it over here. Hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you can't leave tonight. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling overtime tomorrow, so it would have to be tomorrow night, but that's not the point. Oh, fill fill time for me. Uh, I don't I don't know. I'm not good at, at time filling. <laughs> oh, you're back. Oh. <laughs> spooky, I'm back. Can't make spooky jokes. Halloween's over, I guess. 
turkey jokes. Can I do a turkey? I don't know if I can do it. You could do like a. Oh, I can't do a turkey noise. <laughs> I mean, you could make like a pilgrim Indian joke, probably. I could probably make a lot of bad jokes. You're right, Matt. I probably won't. <laughs> I was just trying to, you know, steer it into your area of expertise. Bad jokes. That's true. Inappropriate jokes. I yeah, say bad jokes. they're not bad. They're funny as shit. They're just extremely inappropriate usually. <clears throat> Especially if you tell them around the right people. <laughs> so let's get to some news. Let's get to this, some quick things that we don't have to spend a lot of time on because we have two massive things. One that I really am passionate about and I can run this entire hour-long and podcast. I'll just sit here in silence because I'm just like... I'm but just I like need you care. because I can't talk... I can't. I need you to bounce off and at least ask questions. Otherwise, I'll just be like, continue. Yeah, <laughs> that's enough for me. If I was just sitting here talking by myself, I'd stop. It's happened before. Go back about three weeks. I did it. It's about 15 <laughs> minutes because I couldn't stand myself talking to myself. So, Battlefront 2. I think we talked about, did we talk about this last week or the week before? Loot boxes in Battlefront 2. I think it was two weeks ago. And how they were pay to win. Yep. Well, now EA has made some changes. And these changes that they made can also, they said that will also be continually iterated on and improved on. So... This isn't necessarily final, but this is what they've done to since update them. So before it was you got star cards, they gave you things. Like essentially you could pay to win. You could pay to get stuff that you would need to unlock in-game, but you could just pay to get it immediately if you got it out of a loot box, yada, yada, yada. All that stuff. So now all of this is from EA. Epic star cards, the highest tier of star cards, are available at launch. And they have been removed from crates. To help keep everyone at a level playing field, these star cards will primarily be available through crafting, with the exception of special epic star cards, which are available through either like the pre-order, deluxe editions, or starter packs. Good move. Good start. <laughs> Good start. Yeah, I just like that. I that's know. like the okay. We're gonna take we, that and just we we all crates. know that these are like. I don't want to say half measures, but they're, I feel like they're probably just going to be all Band-Aid fixes. Oh, this is... So EA can try to save face. This is literally like the horse is already gone, and they're just like trying to throw rope at it and <laughs> slowly bring it back into the barn. Doors are still open. That's the problem. Because <laughs> you got to get the horse back in before you shut the doors. Otherwise, it's just not going not gonna to work. Next, you'll need to reach a certain rank to craft upgraded star cards. So you won't be able to buy a bunch of crates, grind everything up into crafting materials, and immediately use them to get super powerful star cards. You can only upgrade the ability to craft higher tier star cards by ranking up through playing the game. Okay. Another good measure. We're pulling mm-hmm. the horse a little closer. Yep. Like, all right. You still got to play. You can't craft, you know, the Millennium Falcon until you achieve, like, level four. You know, so yeah, probably not their actual rank numbers, but idea. Get up there. Now you've earned the ability to craft. Do it. You didn't pay to get there. That's the point. Next one. Weapons are locked behind specific milestones. While a select few will be found in crates, the rest can only be attained by play. Want to unlock a new weapon for the heavy? Then play as the fucking heavy, you idiot. It's a pretty simple concept. I don't know why they had to put this one in there. I guess because I got a lot of shit. But you want to play? You want to get something for the heavy? Play as a heavy, and you'll gain access to the class's new weapons as you rank up that thing, which just goes to the battlefield style. 
you wanted a thing that was available to the assault class, you played as assault until you unlocked it. Like, yeah. I don't understand how those two franchises didn't talk to each other. Yeah, I don't that's kind of whack. If they would if they just keep the upgrade system that they put in Battlefield 1, I think a lot of people would be super pumped about that. And Battlefield 1 has loot crates. Yeah, it yeah, has loot crates, yeah. But nobody freaks out about that. Yeah, it's all cosmetic shit. I mean, some were guns. I mean, they were cosmetically gunned, but they they were slightly different. Yeah. Last one. Class-specific gear and items can be unlocked by playing as them. So as you progress through your favorite class, be that the heavier, whatever it will be, oh, excuse me, you'll hit milestones that grant you class-specific crates. These will include a mix of star cards and crafting parts to benefit that class's development. So what that tells me is you want to play as the heavy, then say like milestone-wise, hit level 5 as a heavy, here's a heavy crate. It's going to increase just your stuff in your heavy. Now, as long as they have that right and somebody doesn't go in and open a heavy crate and get an assault weapon... Because then it's just going to be a shitstorm all over again. I mean, there's there's going to be definitely going to be problems because they're making these changes. Like the loot tables games. shouldn't talk to each other. The loot table for A, B, C, and D should only be A, B, C, and D, and there shouldn't be anything in those if they're doing class specific ones that should talk to each other. The only ones that should be the mix are the ones that you're buying or earning, like with your overall number. You know what I mean? Like so you're. Similar to how they had in Battlefield. You have your overall rank, 1 to 90 or whatever Battlefront's doing. I have no idea what the actual number is. But then you have your class-specific rank, too. So you're, like, level 20 in Battlefield, but you might have been a level 3 assault, level 2 medic, level 5 recon, whatever. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get the... I would assume you get the crates for just leveling up. Like, milestone leveling up your overall numbers. Like, level 5, level 10, level 15. Like, 5 level increments, or even every 2. So they're like 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, and they go that way. Because it's just going to be the random ones. And it's not going to matter until you get high enough up to craft the good shit anyway. And then the class-specific ones are like 1, 5, or 1, 3, 5, if 5 the Mac. 1, 3, 5, 7, 10. Who knows? Whatever they want to do. Interesting. Just interesting. It's nice that they're making changes, I guess, to it's alleviate nice for people's what, concerns. For what everybody... Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a massive fan of EA. Do they do a great job from making money? Yeah. Yeah, they do. They make a lot of money. But because they make a lot of money, it doesn't necessarily mean they always listen to us, the consumer. Clearly, they had a lot of backlash, and they're at least looking at making changes. We'll see how it goes. It's just frustrating because there's other publishers who don't practice the same business right style and they are as successful if not more way more successful yeah yep i can think of one brilliant example off the top of my head that just rakes in money hand over fist and can't stop won't okay. stop can't stop won't stop get yeah. it get it so this might be more for you because i don't plan on doing this but horizon zero dawn expansion is set to include roughly 15 hours of additional content. I was really thrilled to hear that. The base game is out now, obviously, while the DLC is going to release on November 7th, so next week. And the complete edition, including all that, 
is December 6th, which I think is really important that they're going to put out the DLC now for you guys and mm-hmm. myself that have already played it. But then before Christmas, early in Christmas month and holiday month, I, what, I don't care. I'm, early in holiday month going into the end, everybody's, you know, buying up gifts and whatever. There aren't many better times to drop complete editions than in the holiday season. I'm assuming it's going to be $60, too. Uh, probably. I, I don't know the price, but That's I would fair. assume. Did you, you played Horizon, right? I played Horizon, yeah. Did you not like it? I enjoyed it. Hmm. Did, I, did I did I finish and, you know, I'm, I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't need to go back. It's probably, like, I'm, out of all the stuff that's coming out this fall, winter, whatever, fuck season, fourth quarter, that's probably the thing I'm looking forward to the most, which is kind of weird. I don't. I don't think it's weird. I think it was a great game that deserved DLC. And I also as long like as people enjoyed it. Then yeah, I appreciate the resolution too because the fact that they're coming out with a Horizon Zero Dawn complete edition means they're done. Which means we're done with this one. Moving on to something else. Exactly. It's not like oh hey, there might be something coming out in a couple months or you know, right. And that's the, oh, yeah, we're not doing the complete If they have, for some reason, a code in the complete edition, they're like, if you already bought the complete edition, you can go ahead and buy this next expansion. Like, no, just stop. Yeah. Have your year. Enjoy it. And we're done. Which is... Keep doing keep doing you, but... Gorilla. Just do what you want. Kind of goes back to um, what we were just talking about as far as developers and publishers... Uh, listening to the consumer base like i know a lot of people on the horizon subreddit are like really looking forward to a sequel and the possibilities of where it could go and stuff like that so they're not milking the cow for everything it's got right away milking somebody for everything they got right away i wish they'd milk me for everything i got i think they're trying to yeah but that's not everything i'm gonna snap you to dewey because because he's he, abandoned us. He ignored me. He wanted to say he wanted to come, and now he's not here. So I, I texted him. Do you're him for getting like called two out? Seconds. You're getting called out. Official call out on you. Respect. <laughs> All right. So now we'll go to something I've played. I played the other one too. It's something I'm not even. I'm not, I don't care. I'm not excited for it. But I guess I have the experience. I don't think you've played it. PUBG. PUBG. The G stands for gay. The player unknown battle gays. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really... So, Pu- I have a newfound appreciation for PUBG, but not specifically the game. I the really, mode? No, I'm really enjoying watching Dr. Disrespect play PUBG on like YouTube, like YouTube videos, like, you know, his best moments and oh, stuff like that. Very good. That man is so extremely good. And he calls Blue Point Blue Balls. <laughs> yes. He he is uh, extremely entertaining and there there are certain people that he he is now ach- achieved that's not the fucking whatever I'm arrogant. He has now achieved the list of people I want to give firm handshakes to. <laughs> He's on that now. Yeah. Firm handshakes. Firm I've handshakes. been able to cross off like the first 9. He's getting he's on there. Definitely if I ran into him firm handshakes. Six foot eight. Awesome, man. 37 inch vertical leap. Yeah. There's also <laughs> that when I run into him, his crotch might be in my face <laughs> because he is that much taller than I am. 
It's like running into Sark. Sark uh, the entire time. I'm like, uh-huh, yeah. No, Tool. Uh-huh, yeah. You were a lot taller than me. <laughs> What's Sark? 6'2"? Six, six. He's pretty close to Doc. Is he really? Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't uh, Doc, I'm not meaning to insult you. I don't think he's actually 6'8". He's really tall, but I don't think he's actually 6'8". He's, he's like 6'4 or 5", I think. Really? Like, Sark, Sark's right up there with him. Mm-hmm. Like, there's old videos. If you go back to the... All right, whatever. Fan podcast. If you go back to the <laughs> old Machinima days, before Doc was streaming on Twitch and whatever, mm-hmm. he was making COD videos YouTube style. Yeah. And when Machinima was doing their version of The Race, which is the COD, you know, blitz through to get max prestige as fast as they can. Yeah. Machinima would do 24-hour stream for as long as it took. and They would just rotate people through or whatever. Yeah. Doc would hop in on stream with them, not in the mm-hmm. office, but like... Was he in him. persona at that time, or was he just? He, that was his. That's been his persona. It. I just don't think it applied as well to YouTube as it does to streaming. Yeah, yeah. It's a great persona, and that explains a, how he like just plays it so well. Like, yeah, it's so. F- if there's f- like an old, so fluid old video when Sark and Hutch were going to Pax West, that they get in a street fight. And I don't know if you. I I tried to show you some highlights. I don't know if you remember this one. They get in a street fight of them fighting each other, and they get like by a dumpster, and Sark is slamming Hutch's head like with the lid. I kind of remember it, but I think it was and more about. I think I watched a video of them watching that video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know and, what you're talking about. It was it was a Hutch video that they were reacting to respawn. Yeah, and Hutch was like, "No, you really hurt my head." Like, yeah. When, like, Did yeah. you realize you were actually hitting my head with that? And so what happens is there's a moment where Hutch, like, you know, man man modes or whatever you want to call it. Man it knocks, it knocks down Sark. And Sark goes, like, into a trance. And it's him and Doc in the trance. And it's Doc training him to, like, <laughs> that's the clip. And it's Doc in his stuff. And Sark has aviators on and a mustache. And they're just doing like the fight scene combos where, you know, they're just standing there and it's just fight, fake punch forward, fake punch forward and doing all there's this voiceover, get up. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. But that's that's where I am at first saw him and then a couple of his YouTube videos and then we hit Twitch time and he is the two time back to back. Nineteen ninety three and nineteen ninety four blockbuster video game champion of the world. Back to back. Count them. One. Two. two. <laughs> All right. So let's go back to PUBG. Only quickly. PUBG has officially announced their Xbox release date. Uh, December 12th, it will be out as part of the Xbox game preview program. So guess what? We still in beta, motherfucker. Still. It's going to be enhanced for the Xbox One X. It is launching with vaulting. And now the quote from Blue Ball Hole Place. I don't know if it's actually from them or if it's from their now PUBG Corp. Like the side. What, I don't know how they're actually. What, are they, what the fuck are they called again? I thought they named themselves PUBG Corp. They broke away from Blue Hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. But various Xbox One features and functionality will change and come online over time just like they have on PC with our goal being to have both versions align to each other as soon as possible. 
The Xbox Edition will also launch alongside three different console-exclusive cosmetics packs, the PUBG Warrior Pack, the PUBG Accessory Pack, and the PUBG Tracksuit Pack. These are planned to be the only in-game purchases available during the preview period and will apparently only exist for a short time. Around that same time frame, PC is supposed to have its full release and actually be released in December, I believe. I think they said by the end of the year. It's still in beta? Yeah, it's still early access, technically. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Yeah, you didn't know that this entire no, time. No, I thought that? it oh, was yeah, no. no. That's also why it's in a giant argument for this early. I'm not getting into a game of the year discussion. We got that in December. Oh shit! That's December. That's December. I know, but that's... the one that you actually have to worry about teaser is the our top ten games of all time in three weeks. I get that. I'm more worried about. See, I don't mind because that. it's not in three weeks. I know it's in it's in like two it's in two weeks. I can knock we're that pre recording that episode. I can knock that out. No, no big deal. I don't think you can. I, I think I'm, I'll be fine. I think you think this is easy. I had about a three hour long conversation with Kenny, trying to figure out his top ten. He got to nine. He's like, "All right, nine. What's the last one? What do I leave off this list?" And I was like, "Well, I made the rules that you can have honorable mentions if you want." But let's be, come on, let's be honest. We don't need 200, Listen, honor, 200 honorable mentions. You guys are just not disciplined. No. <laughs> I think I can get away with it. It's just going to be the question. That, talk about previous episodes. Why not? Or future Ooh. episodes. The, my, my thing is going to be trying to decipher, decipher, trying to decide between experiences and games and like the healthy balance between the two. Like NBA Live 2008 is not a great game, but Kenny and I have such a great experience with it. Do I want to put it on my list? That's why I'm, I don't give a, like, that's, I'm not worried right, about it. But, like, for me, I'm like, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good games I've sank a lot of time into that I want to put on that list. And can I really put NBA Live 08 on there over some of the ones I can think of off the top of my head that could replace it? So it'll be, it'll be interesting. Listen, there's a hot, solid possibility that the golf game Lynx 2004 might be on that list. Dude, I would have I would <laughs> potentially have to put I think it's NBA Live two thousand three or two thousand one. I played on the PC, jammed out of that for a while. Or NBA Live two thousand five, just because I love that title because the f- opening line to the intro cinematic was NBA Live two thousand five. I was like, it just rhymes, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm good. Like they don't have to even make the game anymore. I just like the intro music. Well my issue with the We are so off game track of the, I know you yeah. know <laughs> My issue with the game of the year is, is you haven't played anything. It's I have to fucking play everything. Well, here's or the thing. play we're, the things that I think might be a game of the year. We're recording that on December twenty ninth, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, December twenty ninth. So we can't get much closer to end of year. Yeah, than that. And here's the thing: Steam sales already on, is on at that point. Yeah, everybody's sales are on at that point. So even if it's not like PlayStation, PlayStation might run an end of the year sale. Xbox might run an end of the year sale. Mm-hmm. We're just going to have a conversation probably that's a little bit brainstormy. Like what, what is wanna... most likely going to be contenders for game of the year? Oh yeah, and then I can know what to like focus. We can on. we can we can have our top ten for the year of what we think, and then we can have the number one and be like, well, we'll try to figure that out. But we'll we'll have a sit down breakdown of like. Because of right now, I know I'm I'm gonna have to play. Probably gonna have to play South Park. I think you should. Probably gonna have to play. Um, I don't know. I mean, Which, truthfully, people... the joke about playing South Park. If you were just over here more, he, oh, excuse me. When I'm done with mine, you could just literally play on there. Yeah. Um, 
because I would gladly love to watch somebody play that game, even after playing it myself. It's always entertaining. Wolfenstein, maybe. I don't know. I mean, people right. seem to like it a lot. Yeah. Assassin's um, Creed. Yeah, Assassin's Creed, which I'm... Assassin's Creed, I'm not worried about because usually when I get into when I start playing an Assassin's Creed You're just game, angry. I get I'm like, well, <laughs> I, I do get very pissed, but like I'm in until right. the end. Like yeah. my and I'll have that Christmas week. I'll have enough of it to de- to decide at that point uh, if it's in my top ten of the year. The one thing will be the question of does one of us break down and buy a Switch to have the discussion about Zelda and Mario? You probably will. It's a very, very likely possibility, depending on what I have payment wise. The thing with the Switch, though, is as especially of right this, now, especially with this free overtime money. As of right now, the two games—I feel like there's two games on Switch that are game of the year potential. Yes, I agree. Zelda and Odyssey. Yep. So. Yeah, and that's why it's like even if I don't, I'm going to say I'm going to more than likely buy one by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be the conver- the question of because my we're done talking about this. <laughs> we'll talk about it more later. Uh, Side track because my, my real quick thing was I had said last week where it's like if I'm going to buy one, I'm going to buy the one game. I'm going to try to get as much done in that one game as I can, mm-hmm. and then go to the next thing. Like I don't want to rack up. Yeah, switch titles. Unless well, the, it's like like Mario Kart. Like, yeah, there's no like it, it's a party game. You yeah. want to keep that. The problem with ugh, we're gonna we could talk about this forever, but I'm just gonna say real quick. <laughs> this is what you like, people. You like us talking. <laughs> the issue with that philosophy with those two games is they they like you can end them early, right? But like there's the more to go back to. Yeah, yeah, the intention is that you keep playing them. Like you can put. You know, ten hours in but, each I mean, one and, that, and finish it, but they could be like a hundred hour games. It, it was the same thing you did. Uh, I did with The Witcher. I sank X amount of time in, and there's a lot I still have to do in that game. But I was like, all right, I've officially beaten it. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Now, do I think I would only play ten hours of Mario or Zelda? No way. Because as much as we like to joke about how I, I want to get back on track, as much as I joke about how much I, I like to uh, blitz through things. Those are ones where it'd be like, I'm going to just explore. It's just giant exploration. Yeah, we I'm should in. we should get a timer, like some sort of like catchphrase timer or something like that. And every time we start to get on a tangent, we hit it, and then like we have X amount of time to finish to, up that uh, tangent to steal. I we'd I'm end a, up talking like I'm, really fast. We'll end up being like, I'm I'm a giant nerd, but when Sark was DMing. Uh, nerd poker mm-hmm. back before it became what now is nerd poker on Patreon. Shout out Brian Posehn. If you guys want a D and D podcast, probably one of the best ones you'll have. So at least Hark is not there as the DM anymore. And he's my favorite DM period. So what he would do because people would get so sidetracked is he had an hourglass. I don't remember how long it was, but if they started going off, he'd flip it. And if they couldn't come to a decision by the time they were done, mm-hmm. he just took over. He's like, all right, and you all just got attacked. And it's like, what? <laughs> Timer. Let's go. So we might need to implement something like that. Moving on, though. So weird thing. You want to talk about having to play games. Segway. Bossa Studios, the developer of Surgeon Simulator and I Am Bread, is only going to continue development of its next game, Deck Splash, 
if 100,000 people play it during a week-long free trial on Steam from November 2nd to the 10th? So I, I, I get the point. They said that they want to... They're doing it because they love their game, but they want to make sure that p- other people will love their game. But my issue with this is like they are... I don't want to say they're reasonably famous. They're reasonably well-known because of Surgeon Simulator and I Am Bread. Do you think that's a hard number for them to hit? 100,000? Yeah. Yes. And now, do I think it... Well, hard, no. Reasonable, yes. Easy, no. Okay. I think it's a solid, I think it's a solid medium number. And here, here's the thing. 100,000 people on Steam around this time of year. Yeah, that's true. It's a busy time of year. A lot yeah, of Call new of games Duty, coming out. Call of Duty, Battlefront's out next week. Farming Simulator on the Switch is out next week. I mean, come on, people got priorities. <laughs> here'd be the, I can't here'd even be, get through that seriously. So uh, that's that's a that's a week. That is a week that has already started. I'd be curious to see how many. We can, copies. We can be part of that hundred thousand. You want to play it later? I'll download it right now. <laughs> we'll help them out. I have no problem. Play with me. No, um, we should. Out of curiosity, we don't do it right now, but I'd be curious to see the the numbers sold of Surgeon Simulator and I Am Brad in the first week. And that's the thing is in the first week because I think both of those games are cult followings later. Yeah, so I the same thing with like Dying Light. I Am Brad would probably be the better idea, uh, better representative because it came out after Surgeon Simulator, right? So people have knew it at that point, right? They knew what they were going to get into. Yeah, and I think if Deck Splash is good enough to get to the front page of the gaming subreddit yeah they'll be all right which they did didn't they i don't know if this one did i think i know i am bread dead because the entire joke was you're a slice of bread i'm gonna gonna look into that later about the i bet they're on there because this just sounds like a reddit thing well i don't know if they're on i don't know what the game is that's the other problem i haven't looked at it yet you're definitely a skateboard that's all i know it was like uh someone said the article described it as Tony Hawk meets Splatoon. That's called graffiti mode. <laughs> I don't know. That's what they... And Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Interesting. Let's put it that way. And maybe we'll play it later, depending on how big the file size is. If it's less than a gig, it's not going to take me too long to download. But let's get to some fun news. Let's get to what I'm juicing mm. over. Mm. I did the equivalent of sit at work today, do all my work, to then look at my phone and see this and just shoot steroids straight into my eyeballs. <laughs> my eyeballs, my heart, my groin, my left big toe. It's getting dark. My right ear. My left eyebrow. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. And my left shoulder. I'm... I have all had steroids shot into them at this point. <laughs> Because of how excited I am, and I got really quiet right there, but how excited I am for these announcements that have come out of BlizzCon 2017. Now, Matt, as you might know, I suckle on the teat that is Blizzard. Yes, you do. They are one of my favorite developers slash publishers of all time, and they might potentially, to flashback callback situation, they might potentially be able to get multiple games on my top 10 games of all time. All the games? No, not all. There are two specifically that I can't put on there from them. <laughs> Actually, more than two. But what came out 
today, Mr. Browse Reddit boy. What do you mean? Give me some news from BlizzCon. Oh, BlizzCon? Yeah. Uh, there was World of Warcraft Classic. Big news. Big news there. Yeah. We'll just we'll just jump right into the the, the big. I feel like that's that's probably not the biggest, but I feel like that's... I don't think it's the biggest, but I think it's the. Uh, I think it's the most hardcore fan wanted, but I don't know necessarily if it's the biggest. Okay, so there's let me let me. See I don't if think I it's like the biggest these. overarching news out of BlizzCon. I think it's the biggest. If you are a perennial WoW player, that is probably the biggest news for you. Okay, so there was World of Warcraft Classic. Yep. There was the cinematic trailer for Battles of Azeroth. Was that yep. at the announcement? That wasn't the announcement, though. Yeah. That was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because as as per Blizzard, they know how to save their juicy stuff for November. There juicy. was... <laughs> Moist. There was... Hmm. <laughs> there was... Uh, the expansion for Hearthstone. Right. There was... Something um, my mouth tastes really bad, by the way. I'm sorry. I know. It's not There's... Uh, it's my penis. Um, <laughs> it doesn't taste bad, let me tell you. There's... Uh, <laughs> there's uh, Tuesday. The, 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 okay. Fucking... They announced something for Overwatch. Oh. Was it new, new characters? New character. New hero. New, new hero, new map. New Heroes, new map, um, and that's all I know. All right, so let me break some some hard <laughs> deets on you. We'll start with the Overwatch one. Okay, I think that's big, but I think it's also the smallest. New Hero, yes, Moira, Moira. There you go. Good job. <laughs> yeah, it's the first time you said it right all day. I'm so happy. I got nothing to say after it that. Felt so wrong. Though. She uh, she seems like a very dark character, mm. and lore wise, if you're into the Overwatch lore, very interesting. Dealing with Reaper and Doomfist and everybody like that. She'd get it. Really? No, nah, I don't know. I just wanted to say that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, power to you. But what I'm oh, more... I'm sure we'll see some fucking cosplay. There's always something. Rule 34 of anything, so who cares? There's probably Rule 34 of Doomfist. Wait, no, there is. Doom... Doomfist me, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope that came through. Uh, <laughs> there's also a new map, and I think the new map I'm more excited for than the hero. The new map for Overwatch labeled Blizzard World. What if they plan on doing a real Blizzard World and it's like foreshadowing? I, like, I'm buying a ticket like and teasing, flying. Like teasing. They got the money. They could definitely do it. Oh, yeah. I think they should just do it at their studio. Like, don't, even, don't open like a massive park. Do it like on a small scale. They don't have to go crazy like with rides or anything. I, just let me walk through Stormwind. And I'm a Horde character. Let me walk through Orgrimmar. I like... Let me walk through these legend. Let me walk into a tavern that is Hearthstone Tavern. Walking into Leoric's area and Diablo, like it would be awesome, just to just to have that moment. You know what I mean? Like it's like walking into Activision and going to to walk into Destiny, and like you actually walk into like a replica of the tower. There's just people around and gear and shit. And you're like, kind of cool. If I go to that cryptarch, do I get a treat? <laughs> no, you get nothing but blues. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the cryptarch hasn't hasn't betrayed me like that yet, so I'm all right. Um, but yeah, I I don't know if I actually want to play on that map, or if I just want to walk around and look at things. 
that's the other problem. I'm going to get real distracted if it's on a, in a game map. And I'm like, get to the control point. And I'm just like looking in a tavern like, oh, my God, this thing looks awesome. I wonder if I can play a Hearthstone game at the same time. <laughs> like, oh, Their map design is always so good. But when you make it so about your company that everybody has an emotional connection to for the most part that it's played oh, They're going to have so many Easter eggs in that map. They like, had the Lost little... Vikings. They were in there. I was like, this is, I want to just go walk around. I don't want to play it. I just want to go walk around in it. Like, put that in Destiny. Make that a visitable location <laughs> that I can fly to. They can make it a VR experience where you just walk around the map in VR. Deal. I'll buy a VR headset. I'll buy a Vive, and we'll go to Blizzard World. That's the way to do it. On it. Okay. <laughs> Blizzard, hear me out. Don't open a theme park. You don't need the land. Generate it. And allow me. Virtual free land. Ooh. Ooh. That's, that's, ooh. that's spicy. <laughs> you would just buy a ticket. You know, you call it buying a ticket. It's buying the, the game. And you just buy a ticket to Blizzard World and show up and you just use teleport to walk around. You don't actually have to use your stuff. But you just use the teleport to walk around and you're just looking around. Because like, then you can actually put characters in the game. You can actually walk into a tavern and have the dwarf sitting there. It can be voiced. Yeah, exactly. They can be their voice lines. You could just walk through like a WoW museum and deal with all the bosses having all their voices like lined up in a, these are the final bosses. What if they did something? (laughs) If you blended the whole idea of like the Mass Effect Codex with WoW and a virtual tour. Mm -hmm. So like you could go through WoW's lore and it be voice and they'd and be like this, you know. Blah, blah, blah. Blizzard, you got money? Let's do something. Yeah, let's talk. Let's make this give happen. Me a, give me a phone call. You don't know my number. Figure it out. Uh, <laughs> you have enough money. Talk to the FBI. They have, have your it. people. <laughs> Contact my people. Weirdly enough, talk to the FBI. They have my phone number. Um, there's. They also have your phone number. Privacy. So here's my thought, right? You have tiles on the floor. Tile floor. Mm-hmm. Display cases on each side of you. And the way that the tile floor works is in the center of the floor is your date stamp. And then off of that runs like a three-inch subway tile, either left or right. So it's 10,000 years ago. This is oddly specific. I'm making this up as I go. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm making this up as I go. 10,000 years ago. Display. Referencing 10,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Take a few more steps. 5,000 years ago. Display. And that's just all it is. It's just bringing you through this world that is so incredibly deep in lore. And yeah, but then, I mean, they might as well throw some some of their crazy cinematic stuff in there. They don't even have to be... Don't even, I mean, you could do cinematics. Like, that could be a... That could, there could be another room where it's like, you know, cinematics, and you just go into the room, and you can choose Well, I'm thinking, like, you, you know, you get to a room that's like, at this point... This great event happened, and then it plays like a little cinematic video or something like that. I think when you get to like the WoW expansions, you just play like the WoW cinematics as you, as you start reaching up to that year because you want to do everything beforehand too, like the actual like you because you can go to the book lore and actually use the character models you have, but put them up. But you can still make animated character models; they don't have to be yeah. statues. So when you actually see Illidan getting his powers from, is this going to turn into VR porn? No, there's no tentacles. Come on. No tentacles. I don't know what you're into with all these. I didn't I mean, debate buying a vibe for that. What are you talking about? Stop that. <laughs> um, so let's flip 
flip it into a little bit other stuff. So that's Blizzard World and a giant VR idea that I would love to see happen. It probably won't happen. Or might happen. Blizzard, get me. Has Blizzard done anything with VR? Not yet. Okay. Am I surprised if they don't? Not really. No. Not mainstream yet. We'll see what happens. Kobolds and Catacombs. The new Hearthstone expansion. The last Hearthstone expansion for the year. Looks cool. Looks fun. Hearthstone expansions are always fun. They're always enjoyable. Um, it is adding adding a mode called Dungeon Run, so you start with like a really simple cards card deck, and then as you're defeating bosses, you're gaining cards and changing your deck and yada yada. But it's a roguelike in the sense that once you lose, you start over. New mode, interesting. Games for your play, can't complain. So fun times. If you're into that sort of thing, if you're into card games, yeah. I mean, if you're not, then whatever. Then like, fuck I, off. I don't mind stopping it every now and then, but I can't stick around. It doesn't entice me like that. Yeah, I don't. I've never done a card game. WoW Classic servers, awesome. I wonder how how that's gonna work. If it's like you're gonna require a subscription, like if you are subscribed, can you just hop in a classic server? Probably. I would. I would assume that they have. They have United States, Latin, and Oceania already as tabs, mm. and they just drop classic. You got to go back. Classic in the name. Am I going to go back and do one? Yeah, probably. You going to do that hard grind? I'm. I'm because I stepped in in BC, and I didn't get to actually experience the prop, like the, the, just sheer. I'm wondering if the sheer James Bond at the end of Casino Royale pain. I wonder if it's as bad as. I remember it. I don't know. We'll find out. One way to find out: to play. You want to play on my account? We'll figure that out. <gasps> Stop that right now. <gasps> yeah, you don't play games. You don't play games with me anyway. Relax. But the WoW Battle for Azeroth expansion has been announced. Here's we're the moving, other thing: though. we're moving up to 120. We're going no, to a slightly new area. More islands. Pirates are things. New playable races are things. It's going to be a fun time. Shit's hitting the fan. Am I in? Of course I am. Am I a sucker for every expansion? Doesn't matter. Yes. Give them money. I like things. But here's what I want to just hint on, and then we're going to step into Paris Games Week because we've got a lot to get through in there. In six minutes. Not in six minutes. Eight minutes. Probably 20. <laughs> it's going to be a long episode. We'll be all right. I'm not worried completely on finishing an hour. We tangentialized for way too long, and we're doing it now. It's your fault. Stop that. <laughs> don't blame me. You're here to control me, and you're not doing it. I don't. I didn't know that. I didn't get that memo. All right, what are we talking about? They make arguably the best cinematics, period. <clears throat> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I said arguably. I know. That's why I'm like, I'm trying to think. Because now, now it's raised the question. Witcher's made some great cinematics. Who does better or as good cinematics? I mean, Witcher's had some good ones. Activision has had some all right ones. But when I, I might be biased. Well, yeah. But <laughs> there's just something about it, man. Crisp, poignant, beautiful. <laughs> he might be biased. God, Sylvanas is hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm biased. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what was on. Ah. Not like the taste I have in my mouth. I'm going to eat a beer. All right, let's get to Paris Games Week. Kill it with beer. And fire. Beer and fire. I'm not going to let my mouth on fire, though. Paris Games Week. A lot of stuff. Seven new games. Bunch of other updates on games. We're going to start off big. It started off the top. <laughs> huge. I think it's huge only because I know there's a giant cult following behind the first one. Like the gold edition of this game has been in I don't know how many deals constantly. And it was critically well-reviewed. Well-received. I think commercially it did pretty well too, but... You know, it depends on what you're comparing it to. It's got, I think it's one of those cult following games. I think so too. And I think everybody that had the first one will buy into Guacamelee 2 from Drinkbox. And here's the other part there's also four player co op. You want to play a game? No, you don't. We don't play games together. Oh my God. Oh, this entire boo hoo over here. The entire episode is going to be roasting you on this. But yeah, no, that's, uh, I think that's awesome for people that want it. Didn't get into Guacamelee. I have it. Have I played it? No. Should I? Yeah. You probably have like eight copies of it because it's in like every other fucking humble bundle. I feel like. Listen, I've I've time I've calmed down on my humble bundle, humble humble bundling. Hong Kong, Matt. We're gonna move on to the next game. <laughs> I can't just not say that because I'm start listing <laughs> a bunch of things. Hong Kong Massacre. Top down game. Looks pretty cool. Looks pretty fucking dope. Let me go ahead and give you four games that have 
Four games, if you merge them all together, you might have an idea. Take Hotline Miami, add Sleeping Dogs, and then add some Max Payne slow motion, and also add Mr. Shifty's, not his flashing between walls, but that same top-down style like Hotline Miami. Sounds like you got a pretty nasty fucking orgy going on there. Yeah, which means there's only great things to come out of it. That sweet, sweet orgy stank. Okay, all right, moving (laughs) on to the next game. Next game we saw from... uh, Oh, I'm gonna. F- I'm so bad. I fucking don't remember this developer. Quantic Dreams. Yeah, I believe this is Quantic's game. The Gardens Between. I didn't show you this one. Okay. Gardens Between. I, not for remembering to or anything. Gardens Between, uh, single player game in which you control two people. Okay. And you are like warping. You're in. Do you did you ever play Fez or remember seeing Fez? I played the fuck out of Fez. So you remember the the changing? Yeah, thing? you like. So you're puzzle solving on that same idea. Like you're not in a cube, but you're in that rotating world on like mm-hmm. one thing, and you're controlling time. So you get to a certain point, and then puzzle solving. Like you start backing up, and things might have changed. So you're backing up and yeah, doing all this other stuff. I get what you're saying. It's like it, yeah, Fez. Yeah, so interesting, interesting game from them. Looks pretty crap. You know. Looks like it's got really good graphics and stuff like that. It'll be fun. Loco Roco 2 Remastered. We had the first one already remastered. They're remastering the second one. That's going to be out December 19th or December 9th. I don't care. Not because I, don't, I think it's a bad game or anything. I just I never played the first one, and I'm not looking at playing the second one. Sims 4 Deluxe in... Why did I write in? Sims 4 Deluxe on November 17th, and we saw some of the expansions. I think there was the Vampire one and a couple other ones making its way to PS4. Oh, my God. Do you Tennis? Think that, do you think those games still sell well? Sims? Yeah. Probably. <clears throat> Not the answer I was looking for. <laughs> I, I think they probably sell all right, but only to the people that like the Sims. I yeah. don't think they're gaining new people if that's more... That's, that's what you want. Yeah, that's kind of what I was... I don't think they're gaining new people. One, because Origin is awful. And two, it's just... It's, it might be all right on PS4, but like it's never really succeeded on console, I think. Yeah. And it's always like the, your fucking cat is partying hard in the other room. Dude, listen. Give that man a little bit of nectar. <laughs> he goes off. Uh, Tennis World Tour. For spring 2018, I'm telling you, they should have put some dubstep in that trailer. I I would have loved it. Would have been all, he, just let him do what he's doing. He'll be all right, dude. He's fucking. He's taking the house down he over there. Probably used the bathroom and now he's running around like an insane person. That's what I do when I take a dump. <laughs> just go sprint around and claw on walls. Exactly. <laughs> Don't take a dump in my house. <laughs> Megalith for PSVR 2018. Bow to blood. PSVR 2018. Ultra Wings for PSVR. You're basically flying around in an ultralight. That sounds really cool, actually. Yeah. I can show you that one after. It's actually kind of interesting. Sprint Vector. I still don't have a good game for PlayStation VR, so. Well, I'm listing ones for you, then. Sprint Vector. for P- I mean, you can buy Ace Combat 7. Sprint Vector PSVR. Sprint Vector is the one where I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. You are using the motion controls, like mm-hmm. you point yourself forward or whatever, but you are like auto running and like dodging through this course, racing against other people. So it's basically it's like, oh, you, do you want to throw up? 
Yeah, I, I'm not sure how that one's going to get received from a nausea standpoint. I should make you play the fucking... Don't. Wait, which one? So there's a game in the VR world where you do street luge. I might be, I might actually be okay with There's like, cars and stuff in it, though. It'd be interesting because I know how bad Riggs was, but Riggs was. I had, uh, <laughs> I had, uh, my stepdad play it mm. and he, he was a little queasy afterwards. I mean, I'm down. I felt really bad because, like, I, I, you know how, like, did you do it with the premise of I'm going to make you sick? Because that's what you're doing to me. And that's, I'm all right. I'm all right. Nope. I'm all right knowing nope. that going in. I just thought it was like the cool one to, to make people do because it was cars in it and stuff, you know, and they'd hit the car, they'd run into the cars and do you not have out. like the London? I do, but I, it, say, I almost, feel like the London one's almost better. Yeah, but it takes, it. it's not good for people who aren't gamers. Or if you had, expe- I expect you to die. That would have been fucking hysterical. Yeah. Um, great, great, Jordan. No, <laughs> you know, like they they can't manipulate controls as right. easily as we yeah. can. So, like the the street luge game, you literally just yeah, you're just moving your uh, head. move your head back and forth. But I think I might but be alright for that. I there's always a moment where like you can kind of tell they're having an issue if you're like, watching the screen. Yeah, you can see it. Like happen. yeah, like like I when we were I was watching you, I was like when we were when you were doing rigs, like um, were you out of your headset when I was doing it? Yeah, I got out first. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Um, and like you can kind of tell that the person is just not moving the way that they should be moving. Mm-hmm. Also, because that game is impossible to move in. But yeah, <laughs> but I was unsure, so I just let him keep going. And then afterwards, like he was in the kitchen, like you know, hand on the mm-hmm. counter, and I was just like, I feel terrible. That was like I was hoping, you know, this would be a cool thing. They'd but be at like, the, oh, at the same time, at the same time, and I, I'm not trying to shit on your stepfather, who I've never met. <laughs> but if you are feeling that way, get out. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think the other thing too, though, is like. You probably don't. It probably doesn't hit you as hard until you're done, and you're like, "Oh wow, I'm, well, I feel way it, worse than I it thought." It had hit me in there, but I had the stubbornness of like, "I'm seeing this through. Body it, deal with it after." And it was it was after when we're in the hall, and I'm just kind of like, you know what? We're, we're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. I'm just gonna chill and let Joey go off and take pictures of the cosplayers. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't need to be there for that. So I'm just gonna take a seat and just kind of relax for a minute. All the other PSVR, Moss, remember that? That was the uh, rat game, mouse game, <laughs> whatever from. E3. Oh yeah, 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 that one that looked looked kind of interesting. Yeah, they got a time window of February 2018. Cool. Star Child for PSVR got a new trailer. That was also shown at E3. Don't remember that. Cool though. Resident Evil 7 has a free DLC trailer for PSVR named Not a Hero, and the gold edition for Resident Evil 7 was announced for 12-12-2017. I watched the VR. It does look like it would be scary for some people. It also doesn't look exactly polished. I'm not like, I think it's as polished as they can make it, but I feel like the, the movement plus the shooting in those situations are going to get really weird. I would not be... I wouldn't be a fan either. I, I don't know. Like Having just played like watching watching people play rush rush of blood which is not anything you're on rails yep it's got a, a few couple jumps. random jump scares yeah i can't imagine trying to do resident evil yeah i even the and we've seen it um funhouse i'm doing you wrong because it's your video i want to reference it's the clown game 
Yeah, I know where you about. have to look at them, otherwise mm-hmm. they move. And that can, if you're jumpy, that's going to set you off. Yep. Dead Hungry is one of the games I was talking about <laughs> where it is out now for PSVR. Feed D- those zombies. Dude, depending on how much that is, might have checked that out. I like, there's a subtle moment in the trailer. I don't know if you saw it because it made me just joyfully smile. Is when there's that giant shadow at the end, of uh-huh. like as far away and not at the end of the trailer, but like far away in vision, and they're both just doing the yeah. I, I knew you were gonna say that yeah. where they're like doing the jazz hands kind yeah, of. Yeah, they're like both that. just going back to each other like they're at a concert, like <laughs> to the left, to the right. <laughs> and it's just all this. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I just like what got me was when I don't he know, was I, I don't know making he, the food and then just throwing. It yeah, and like I don't know I if like, the yes. I don't know if the like the shadows doing that and he the person's just mimicking it because you know you see certain things it's like mm. when that uh when the gif went up of the i expect you to die video he has the grenade he opens the drawer he puts it in and then you see the double like double <laughs> triple take that he does and then the hands shake like <laughs> no but it's like i don't know how how much of it is faked right yeah like okay, I know this is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It felt so it's, natural. It feels natural, and it looks amazing. And I want it all to be exactly real moments where it's the person playing VR. Like that guy's just down there, and like that's the way that he like summons the zombies or something. Mm-hmm. And it was just that moment where like the zombies haven't started coming yet, and he's just in the booth, just like hey, oh, <laughs> that's just all it is. <laughs> It'd be great. It'd be a fun time. Stifled, also out now for PSVR. The Stifled is... I didn't show you this one, but I think this is probably the scariest game that they have. I think it's scarier than Resident Evil 7. Okay. Stifled... Do you remember the game Perception? No. And I don't mean the board game. That's Perfection, not Perception. <laughs> I'm wrong. Never mind. There was a game Perception where you were playing as a blind character. Okay. And you had to use echolocation kind of to, sounds na- to navigate. Kind it was of all like, kind of like what, not wireframey, but what you would expect echo location. Yeah. This one you have to. You're blind again. Noise, and then like the ripple effect shows you the world that you're in, mm-hmm. and just like black and white lines, and then it goes dark again. And you have to make a little bit more noise, more visual, more noise, more visual. But of course, if you make noise, they'll hear you. Oh fuck that! Right? Fuck that! <laughs> So, spoopy time for Halloween games. Get get out of here with that shit. Get out. League of War <laughs> for PSVR out next week, November 7th. That sounds cool. The Monster of the Deep Final Fantasy 15 Fishing VR is going to be out November. Finally. It's going to be out November 21st. Oh, thank God. Shut up. I'm waiting so long There's for already that. fishing games out for VR. It's a great idea, though. Fishing games for VR. I know. I don't have to go sit in a lake. I can just sit at home and fake fish. I would, you Perfect. know, it's it's so it sounds so stupid, but like I would veg out. Like I would totally just, veg out. It's like it's like playing a golf game. You know, like why I play golf games. Like you just, you know, it's mindless gameplay. Just like in the summer, put a fan on next to you, take your shirt off, and just sit there with a VR headset on. Yeah. Just, <laughs> sip a beer, uh, fake or real. Keep waiting, and then you just hear bloop bloop. This is all is you just trying to reel that thing back in. Uh, where was I? Final Fantasy 15. It's getting DLC. Episode Ignis. 
There's a trailer for it. Some character in the game does stuff. They put he put a ring on. That was like in the trailer, like a really powerful thing. I assume because you know I totally know Final Fantasy 15. Oh right, there's a game <laughs> called Invector. <laughs> Invector we've seen before. Uh, it's got elements of thumper or amplitude or frequency. Okay. No, like a rhythm game. You're on a track mm-hmm. doing stuff, whatever. Look cool. Looks like it'd be fun. I don't know how much I would actually. It'd be one that if it was like on. This is literally PlayStation's entire show, but if it was on the Switch and I was on the go, it'd probably be fun. Yeah. I don't know if I want to really want to sit down at the console and play it. Uh, O-Ray is actually how that's pronounced out now. Uh, you're like a cloud dragon person. You're doing this exploration thing. Okay. Picture Journey, but with more stuff to do. Okay. I, I don't know. Is that insulting to Journey? I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, Journey is a great fucking game. So I didn't play it. It's so good. Don't give me this. I'm not saying you're wrong, but you're going to give me the puppy dog eyes. Like, well, you no, should no. Play. I mean, well, you. I mean, obviously, I own it, and it's a short game. You know, you never know. It might happen at some point. Eh, probably not. Spelunky 2. Break your fucking fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play a game you break my fingers. <laughs> you're going to fucking play Half Life. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. We're not. Are we going to get to the games that we've never played? That could be an episode. An episode where in our top, we, our we top. have to we choose the game that the other person plays and they have to play it. Coming out soon to youtube.com slash gamers two, Matt and I try to hate each other the entire time. <laughs> Matt and I murder each other. Or Matt and myself. I'm not playing Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Spelunky two. I think that's a pretty big announcement. People like really like Spelunky one. Yep. I wasn't one of them. I, I didn't dislike I didn't dislike it, but you know, cave story, whatever. Did not care. Not the game cave story, sorry. Adventure story. Ghost of Tsushima from Sucker Punch. Finally, we know what Sucker Punch is working on. Yeah. This is the one that, out of all of them, I think I'm most uh, interested in. I want to see more gameplay. I want to see how they did combat. Yeah, I'm curious, too. Uh, I mean, they kind of have... All right, Infamous, uh, don't do it. Don't you um, make Samurai Infamous. They had like a little clip at the end of the like cinematic mm-hmm. trailer that I'm sure almost like looked the, like gameplay, but it was like I'm sure the behind like there's a obviously the conference ran more than this Monday show. There probably was gameplay shown somewhere. Yeah, which I've looked for it, but I'm I'm just curious how they did like the combat and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's um like it takes place in like 1297 or something like that. Like it, it's feudal Japan. Yeah, it's the Mongol invasion of Japan. Yeah. And I hope they, I hope it's I like. I genuinely hope that that was the representation of you know who. I'm, I'm hoping that it's like, who I don't want to say historically those? accurate, but hoping it's like not insanely out there. I'm hoping that was Genghis, like the representation of Genghis Khan. I think at that point it's Kublai Khan. Ooh, good old Kublai Khan. Not yeah. many people talk about the Kublai Khan. Yeah. Good old. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, uh, I know who you mean, but uh, I don't think many people... I'm going to fall over. I don't think many people do. <laughs> the whole reason I'm like this right now is got to get the air in, right? Yeah. I'm having a knee issue. My, like, my, you probably see me like punching my knee, but it's... I need a stretch. This is what happens when you get old people, all right? I know. You're so old. Uh, I just... My hip cramped. You got me by a few years. Uh, and we're not getting into an age discussion. We're going to get that last week. Yep. So, also, Concrete Genie. 
coming out in 2018. It looks super pretty. I just don't They're like... They're just pretty much promoting graffiti. Yeah, I don't get I'm, the... I'm not um, shitting on you guys. It looks beautiful, but let's, let's just make a joke out of it for what it is. The trailer got really redundant, too. Like, the, the, the kid gets beat up, he draws stuff on the wall. The kid gets beat up, he draws stuff on the wall. And the, it's like, one, use them to beat up the fucking bullies, bro. And that was the weird part, is they never... They never did it. They never do anything with the bullies except just get your ass kicked. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so... Like, so what's the point of the game? What's the game? like? Is it that he is finding the escape with the creatures that he creates? Yeah, and like maybe... And you're clearly puzzle solving because you see ones, the electricity charges yeah. the one thing to open that. Maybe you're trying to avoid them. Yeah, maybe they're always around and you just have to, like, as you're drawing, they're like, you know, they're two streets over and they turn down the salad, they're going to see you, so you have to leave and... Yada yada. Uh, the immediate thought I had was Epic Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> because it was just a paint. It literally, the one reference to it is a paintbrush. I'm like, Epic Mickey. Oh, not even close. Like, <laughs> interesting. Fun little creative game, especially if you are a creative person. Yeah. And I'm it looks, not, it looks so. super pretty and the art style is really, um, really cool. I think it would be, it, that would be a cool one to use the move controller for. And I don't think I can say that about anything else. Yeah. Because it's actually one where you want to, like, I want to paint paint there and draw it up this way. I, you know, yeah, it's a graffiti style game or an art style game that really would benefit from a move situation, not twin stick. I, I need to get some move controllers. Having played the VR a little bit, it, it is really un. It's yeah, unnatural to have to have your both your hands confined to one spot. Also, part of what really screwed me with rigs. Yeah, especially after we've played the Vive. Yeah. Oh, so good. Anyway, Erica is a PlayLink title, and it's basically an interactive movie. I really like this idea. I like the idea. I'm not sure I like the movie. That's the one thing that you got to run in that obviously I walk in skeptical with it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the the idea is fun. Mm-hmm. Kind of like but kind of a I'm, similar vein as Quantum Break. Yeah, but I'm not sure that I can... I want to. I want to be. I want to be a fucking horror movie. Would be awesome, right? And I'm sure that's what they're kind of getting at. Is like we're we're going to start testing waters and seeing how it happens and stuff. But because this is live action, Mm -hmm. that's the thing. Where you had to film all of the different potential choices. Yep. And you had the writing behind them all have to make sense and everything like that. So it's just it's what at what point am I okay with this? And I still, as much as I'm making choices, whatever. Like the Walking, like the Telltale series of games and stuff, you have to be engaged. Yeah, if you're not engaged in the movie, you don't care about making the choices in it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to do that same, keep that same idea. And you said that it might possibly be uh, able to have multiple people playing at once. If you, yeah, I I could be just shooting at my ass there, but I'm pretty sure well, that was the idea because that's what PlayLink usually is. Is there? If it had that capability, and you we're doing it in like a like uh, I could see a horror movie like an or an until dawn type story going on but that'd be a lot of fun to play with multiple people tr- trying to all make the decision at the same time or like right. trying to figure out decisions and stuff which that's what the fun is with uh streamer mode on certain telltale games where the chat can all vote mm-hmm. on what decisions are happening yeah and that's where it gets interesting where it's like yeah so you can stream this and you might not make the same choices twice, depending on the group you're with. Yep. Replayability wise, it might not be too high. 
but at the same time, it's it'd be an interesting thing to have the four of us, if you all brought your women, and everybody's just hanging out, and we're all on our phones anyway, and we're just watching this thing, and it's like, it's the same thing with the game Hidden Agenda, mm-hmm. where it'd be interesting, because you're Hidden Agenda, you're watching a movie, and then one of you has a Hidden Agenda to do the, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. There was a giant PSVR montage. Uh, you saw games like Apex Construct, uh, Smash Hit, Pulvitor. I don't even know if I wrote that down right. Transference, Eden Tomorrow. Eden Tomorrow is like spacey. Looks interesting. Might be one you're into. Blood and Truth for PSVR. And I put the side note that James Bond hates strip clubs. Very James Bond-like. Sneaking around. Silence Pistol. Pew, 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 pew. And then he blows up a strip club. Yeah. It might just be a club, but let's be honest. Most clubs are strip clubs. When it comes to like that whole espionage, yeah, mafia-esque. Anybody, any crime boss is going to be in a strip club. Who puts it in a regular club? Come on. Yeah, no one does that. Let's They're stereotype not... people the correct way. <laughs> Far Cry 5 trailer. A co-op trailer. And the whole story co-op. is co-op. Co-op. You a co-op? Co-op. Co-op. Announced date February twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. February is playing that, doing that co op. Yeah, we're playing it. Are we playing it? I don't know, man. I'm asking you. I'm always there. <laughs> yeah, is that what you want to say? Uh, so what's next? I see we got a new <laughs> Destiny, new Destiny trailer, Destiny trailer for the Osiris DLC coming out in December. Cool trailer. Doesn't really show much. It gives you, I guess, a little bit of story of who Osiris was. I mean, the first time you hear about him is from before, anyway. Yeah. What? Trials. 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 Which is funny because now it's Trials of the Nine. Surge and Agent of the Nine. Destiny 3, we're meeting the Nine. Well, maybe. Call it now. They might just fucking reset again and take the story in a whole different direction. Weird that the Vex time warped us and we're now way back to before and Destiny 1 and 2 didn't happen. Yeah. That's because I mean, essentially, the beginning of Destiny Two is removal of Destiny. <laughs> yup. New Monster Hunter World trailer, and Aloy is a playable character. That's kind of funny. I it fits right in. Yep. There's a beta for PlayStation Plus member plush members on <laughs> December ninth. <laughs> beta for Plus members on December ninth. I'll probably I'll probably try it out. Why not? Right? I've never played a Monster Hunter. Neither have I. But I'm always down for hopping into a beta for an hour or two. I'm always down trying new things. I like to think that you are, but <laughs> I know you're not. There was a Call of Duty World War II DLC for January. Already. First the DLC. For PS4. I hate but, these games. <laughs> Onrush. Is an arcade racer from Codemasters set for summer 2018 release. Looks cool. I'd like to see some more. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see actual gameplay. Yeah. And know if Matt and I should get it to it's watch like, Matt you know, just knock me off the track every single time. Then I finish last because he has a tool. Hmm. Spider-Man trailer. That's your point of view. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, the crew. <laughs> One of the best things we ever did, other than that joke race that we always talk about, was drive across the entire country in the beta. Yeah. Yeah. 
40 hour round trip of just sitting there talking and see if we just played the beta and didn't actually get the game we would have such such fond memories i don't know that was a good game i didn't know why anybody was freaking out about it i drove all the way across country it was a good time (laughs) Uh, spider-man from insomniac has a new trailer you see a lot of uh peter you see some villains you see kingpin you see negative man you see a little bit of gameplay what looks like fun time Finally put a 2018 time on it. Did not give any more than 2018. But for the fact that that's coming in 2018, I'm going to guess second half of 2018, August, September, maybe. I don't think they'll... There's no way I think they get away with sticking it in fall. Man, there's so much but shit coming out spring it's, next year. Yeah, which is why I think they're going to go second half with Spider-Man. Yeah. but it'll, Or they could, they could E3 it and put it right around there. It would make like, a good E3 Like crashes, crashes window of... End of June. Yeah. It would make a good E3 Out title. Of end school for most people. Hit summer. There's Spider-Man. Be a good time. Quantic Dreams. Duh, why did I write that? Oh. Detroit Become Human. They show a new situation. And it is super pretty. I'm like, I have beef with this marketing of Detroit, though. I have some as well. They just kind of, it's a sporadic. It's all over the place. You know, it's not like... I think they need to cohesive. stop showing it. I think they do too, because how long have they been fucking showing it for? Wasn't it supposed to be a two launch years. title? No. I think they've only been showing it for two years. Okay. I feel like it's been like they've been talking about it forever. I called out Quantic Dreams before, I believe, for a different game, and it's not them. So I'm removing credit for you. Whatever. Quant- they're Google shit if you want to know if right information. <laughs> it's true. Fact check me every time on Google. Um, the I'll cycle back to it later. Watch it. It looks awesome. It looks like it's gonna be interesting. But my whole thing about the game is we've seen four situations, three. There was the dude on the roof yep. with the, the I think it was a cop, right? And like. He you was were, sent in as the cop. He was like a representative of the cops to convince yep. the guy to not jump or kill himself, whichever he, mm-hmm. I guess, wanted. The other one was, uh, there was this one, which was the girl, the little girl. Yeah, you're the robot in the home. Yep. And then there's... Which apparently the, you've been reset, so you've been there before. Yeah. There's the riot one, which is like you the can The breaking choose. of the storefront and stuff yep. like that. Yep. I don't know what the fourth one is, though. No, so I'm going to go with three because that's all I remember. Yeah, that's, so the, I should, that's the three I remember. So we'll say there's three. Stop showing it. Yeah. Because you're you're already showing me three things. And, and I don't even care that there's other ways to play those scenarios. I didn't recognize any of the people either in any of them. Like, there's, was there... It, it might be scenarios. Just, just just a bunch of random scenarios. Yeah. That'll, that'll, all, be, that'll all be linked tangentially, but not directly. There was a fucking movie that did that. What the hell was it called? It's about it was it, it all focused on a gun. Eh, whatever. But that that would be my idea. There's some overarching story, but you're playing through all these scenarios that are playing out throughout the overarching story. Mm. Like nobody's directly related to another one. Like one robot's not really directly related to another, but there's some overarching. Like the riot thing might be more. Larger than what it shows, where these little situations might be interesting, but just stop showing it. Yeah, I enjoy seeing it, but you need to stop. 
You can sh- you can not you don't even. All right, so yeah, you're this guy on a roof. Okay, there's a lot of choices to be made, and it's really interesting. But don't show me that anymore. Like, I even like, don't tell me what the situations are. I don't need to know. Yeah, it kind of ruins it because then I already have at least one idea how this is going to play out. Even if I play the situation differently, you're already partially ruining storyline for me. Yeah, tainting it. Yeah. God of War got a new little visual stuff from Santa Monica. I haven't watched it. I'm sure it looks fucking amazing. Early 2018, the only slight problem is that the kid says a lot during this combat scene. Like he just talks a lot? Yeah. Behind you, up top, to the left. Ugh. Right. And I'm hoping it's part of just the the showing. Yeah. Or like it's a real, like if, if that was just like what they had on the show floor. Mm-hmm. And obviously you're going to cater to, you want people to be able to get through things and play and not get blindsided. So you tone it up. I hope they tone it back a little bit. Because we saw it with Bioshock. Booker, catch. But stop. Just have some. Also saw the Horizon, another Horizon like DLC trailer for Frozen Wilds. I'll watch that later. There was a Shadow of the Colossus trailer. I don't care. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of. Um, I didn't watch the trailer, obviously, um, but I did see a lot of articles obviously. about it. I don't. I don't do a news podcast <laughs> that people were impressed with it or, or thought it looked really good or was progressing nicely or something along those lines. So, it'll. It'll be interesting because it's not one that I'm intrigued by, but I know a lot of people like Shadow of the Colossus, so I'm interested to see how they receive it. Yeah, that's that's my thing, too. I never got into it. And then there's The Last of Us 2. Jesus fucking Christ. Looks awesome. It does. And the I don't even want to get into We already had this discussion between us, and I don't need to say any more about it, <laughs> except for this. Yes, if you are not one for violence and pain... First off, you shouldn't be playing The Last of Us. One or two. You're silly to think otherwise. Two. Yes, it was a trailer. It's not the only trailer we've seen. We've also seen Ellie have a shotgun to somebody's head. Yeah. Yeah. Three. If you have a problem with this trailer, where the most gruesome thing to me was the visible breaking of an arm with a hammer. Even the axes to the head and arrows and whatever are either quick or in dark light so you can't see gruesome details in the person's face. The arm is literally has a flashlight on it as it's happening while it's being hit with the hammer. And you're saying that this is too brutal? We need to have a serious look at ourselves. Not that brutal. And now referencing back to the Detroit situation they show. In the situation, there is an abusive father who looks like in one situation kills his daughter with a whip. He at one point commands you not to move, which I believe you have the choice to move. It looked like. And then you see him walking upstairs with a whip, chasing after his daughter. To the next scene, him lying her on his on her bed, saying, I'm really sorry. You know I love you. 
turning to you, robot, and saying, this is all your fault, and then trying to fight you. If you have a problem with adults fighting each other, albeit somewhat gruesomely, and you don't take issue with the child being beaten, fuck off. Anything you want to add? Not really. All right. <laughs> Let's get to the fun part. Deals to highlight. We got a couple that have been added to my own head as we've been doing this. PlayStation Plus games for November. Worms, Battlegrounds, PS4. Which, fun party game. As long as you all understand how to play and Matt didn't get angry at Nidhogg before he went to do it. Bound. <laughs> yeah, fuck Nidhogg. <laughs> Bound, PS4. R-type dimensions for the PS3. Ragdoll Kung Fu Fists of Plastic for the PS3. Almost makes me want to pull out a PS3 again. I guess it's my fault for not playing it the first time, but whatever. <laughs> Dungeon Punks for Vita and PS4. Broken Sword 5, The Serpent's Curse, Episodes 1 and 2 for Vita. And Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, free for PSVR. I feel like it's been free before. Uh, I don't know if it ha- I th- I, Until Dawn was, but I don't know if Rush of Blood was. Hmm. So yeah. I have the actual Until Dawn from before. Okay. I like that they're putting VR titles in now. True, it's very nice. Like just I mean you see it you see it with Paris Games Week. VR might not be excelling for sales for every everybody, but Sony's already sank so much money in between hardware and software and research and development and yada yada. They are going to keep hammering at home until they reach a point where they're like, All right, we literally don't see a return anymore. Yeah. They've spent too much money to already can it a year in. They've got to at least probably reach like year three before they say, all right, we're either done or we're releasing the PS5 that comes with a VR headset. That's, what I, was, <laughs> that's what I was going to say is I think we might see a PS5 that comes with a VR headset. Yeah. The Xbox games with gold for November. Trackmania Turbo for Xbox One. It's a cool weird, game. Yeah, weird little racing game. I think this one's even better. And it's been on PS4 first for free. Tales from the Borderlands, the complete first season. I really enjoyed it. You haven't played it. Yeah, it's in so my... that's about uh, all I got to say. It's in my banished category. That, that gets <laughs> the double strike. Wow. Borderlands and Telltale. Yep. Um, if you like the Telltale games, I think Tales from the Borderlands is my favorite. With Wolf Among Us being second. And Batman being third. First season of Batman, not the second one. And not, <laughs> and not, I, that's why I'm pumped that there's not a new Wolf Among Us coming. I'm pumped at the end of December for the new Batman to see where everything goes. And I'm hoping for Borderlands season two. Nights into Dreams for the 360, and it's available on Xbox One, Xbox One with backwards compatibility. And Deadfall Adventures 360. With backwards compatibility for the Xbox One. Fun list. Now, the end of my shout-outs are going to be this weekend. Most places are doing their big Extra Life streams. I think Rooster Teeth is this weekend. 24-hour live stream for Extra Life. Help those kids. Good cause. Most places. No, I don't want to say most places. Rooster Teeth, if you're donating and you 
if they're doing a giant poster sale, I might actually buy the one and replace this one. Um, those proceeds for those guys, the proceeds are going to go to the amount that they're getting donated. I, but I think they, I don't know if they've crossed a million before they've gotten close. Uh, kind of funny is doing one. They're doing a 24 hour live stream where they're donating everything. I think their goal is a hundred thousand this year. I think they were at 80 something last year, 80 or high seventies. So if you want extra life is one of the best, uh, gaming, kids gaming charities. Great time to do some donations. The only other, the only other two times that I really will call out charity stuff are the speedrunning events throughout the year. Two of them, AGDQ and SGDQ, cancer research, and I don't remember what the other one is. Maybe other cancer research. <laughs> Um, the, another organization, it's not the same weekend, but another organization is child's play and what child's play is, uh, gaming stuff to kids in hospitals and helping them out that way. Just something to do. And that one I have donated to, I'll show you a cool link later. You can go to, I'll show you later, (laughs) but on humble bundle, there is an extra life bundle. That they have, if you're into nerd stuff, D and D, Pathfinder, there's a shit ton available. Go take a look at that. One way that if you didn't want to, for some reason, you don't want to give to either of the streams I mentioned or any of the other ones, which are really easy to find, because I'm pretty sure they might just actually have a page on Twitch, or if you go to Extra Life, their site, you might be able to find everybody that's streaming. Um, and you wanted to get the some of these games available or books whatever do it on humble bundle send the money to them be good anything you want to add there met you nope solid fun time <laughs> i need to get this taste out of my mouth i don't know what's going on you're probably having a stroke it's fine has that side of my face looked up <laughs> <laughs> Probably actually really offensive to somebody that's had a stroke. I'm sorry. Not really. Um, Yeah, Gamers2.com. There will be, hopefully, a YouTube channel. Because I like Matt's idea. Where we put each other through hell. (laughs) Along with party games and other stuff that we should play. Think of the Children. Death Road to Canada. Uh, Streets of Rogue. Move or Die. Gang beasts. I can I can keep going. I'm not going to. Ultimate chicken horse. Go squirrel. Uh, yeah. So hopefully there's a Nidhog. YouTube. Nid, Nidhog 2. <laughs> Nidhog 2 is a thing. So hopefully there's a YouTube channel. You guys can go watch that. It uh, won't be up by the time you're listening to this and maybe by the end of the year. Maybe that'll be our big year, new year announcement. Maybe. We'll launch something in the new year. Uh, I mean, let's not get too crazy. Maybe oh that'll be our God. new year's resolution. Can we start it as of like last January? Yeah. So that way we have to finish it by the end of the year. If you want, I mean, I'd I'd like to launch it next year, beginning, but we'll see how that goes. For now, this has been the Gamers Two Podcast with Matthew and Nate. Bye bye. Peace.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.